Greetings, listener dear. It's us, the Pea Bummers. I'm Tom. I'm Matthew. I'm Ben. Yeah, here's the thing. We're going to throw a curveball down your ear canal. Uh, we do another podcast. It's called Flat Share Slam Down. It's amazing. Yeah, it's all right. I, I'd go somewhere in the middle. Yeah, cool. Anyway, <laughs> something for everyone there, I believe. <laughs> something so, for everyone. Uh, we thought we would chuck an episode of that podcast onto your uh, PBAM feed to see if you fancy it. And if you like it, you could always cross feeds. Which is something they do in Ghostbusters. It is, yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. It's, that's the thing that destroys the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. So we're aiming, we're aiming to blow up the podcast verse uh, with this uh, episode. So enjoy Flat Slam and uh, stay P-Bam and eat, don't eat ham. Yeah, absolutely. Keep, keep it veggie. Subscribe. Tom, Ben, I'm home. Matthew, you'll be so proud of us. No need for a flat share slam down this week. We did exactly as you said. We got a load of oats and honey and put them together. I asked you to assemble the flat pack. Ah, we thought you said... I know, assemble the flapjack. No, we thought you said get a load of oats and honey and put them together. You really need to enunciate more. Mm. Look, one of you needs to assemble this flat pack. It's not going to be me. I've got low shelf esteem. And it's not going to be me. I've got no IKEA how to do it. Well, there's only one way to settle this. We're going to have to have a flash that says when I had you to myself I didn't want you around those pretty faces always made you stand out in a crowd but someone picked you from the bunch one glance was all it took now it's much too late for me to take a second look oh baby give me one more chance to show you that I love you won't you please let me back in your heart Oh, darling, I was blind to let you go, let you go, baby. Now I, I see you in his arms. I want flat pack. Yes, I do now. I want flat pack. Ooh, ooh, baby. I want flat pack. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want flat pack. Na, 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 na. Trying to live without you. I'm the host of that lunch. Matthew Crosby. Well, under my roof. They'll be following my rules. Let's meet the tenors, Tom Parry and Ben Clark. Tom, why are you giving me back chat about assembling the flat pack? I am not going to do any flat pack, and I'll tell you why. It's because of a terrible incident. I was trying to put up furniture with my good friend, an incompetent Spanish waiter. And I was trying to work out what part goes into which, but I was distracted. I was distracted because the night before, I'd seen renowned actor Sir Ian McKellen <laughs> attack Mr Connery, our first ever Bond, in the street. Punched him right around the head. I'd like it if the story ended there. That'd be no. incredible. That'd be just a good show of his anecdotes. My friend, the incompetent Spanish waiter, he said, Mr. Parry, why you not put up the flat pack? And I said, I'm confused by the Ian struck Sean Manuel. <laughs> you know, you can't groan because your first, I mean, first instinct was to laugh at. Yeah. Uh, ben, what's the big IKEA with you? Well, Matthew, I'm not going to do it because back in the day, I was actually a removal man to the stars. And I was removing <laughs> furniture from a famous comic actor and singer's house. And I thought it all done. 
And then suddenly it was like, oh, we left this. My head garment storage unit. Head garment storage unit? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, mate, I didn't say this in during yours. And, uh, and all I've got left to carry it in is this bag that you throw over your shoulder. In other words, <laughs> I had to flat pack Jack Black's hat rack into a backpack and it gave me a bad back. Nip nap paddy whack. But obviously, as the instructions suggest, you can't do this job on your own. So who have you brought along as your Allen keys this week? Uh, Tom, who have you got with well, you? Well, terrible news, everyone. The jamboree's in danger. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. We had this big vote last week. What's the best jamboree in town? We came rock bottom in the polls. And we're the only jamboree in town. Oh, God. <laughs> I've had to hire a new spin doctor. Someone who's going to come in, excite the electorate, get them back into the jamboree. It's the most political man I know in the world. My brother from another mother, Mr. Matt Ford! Matt Ford is here! <laughs> Hello, Fordy. How are you doing? Very good. Lovely That's to have you on the show. I just want to say, I think Tom Perry is absolutely the right candidate for this campaign. Yeah. The spin begins already. I just think a lot of the rumours that you've heard have been wildly inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. He is funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what, what kind of a flatmate are you? I'm a good flatmate. Yeah? I wasn't accusing you, Fordy, don't worry. I'm a good flatmate. I'd love to live with Fordy. Haven't we lived together? No, it feels like we have, but it doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, who have you brought with you this week? I have brought my high-energy hype man, <laughs> Mr. Marcel Lucant! <laughs> Marcel Lucant. Now, Marcel, um, are you a flatmate? No, I, I live alone. <laughs> Any good stories about that? No, it's just how I will die, so... Yeah. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but that's the case for everybody here. Right, well, uh, <laughs> Do you ever have guests over? Do you keep the place nice? Do you keep it neat? Oh, sure. Yeah, I keep it neat for my guests. <laughs> well, great chat, uh, Marcel. <laughs> I'm genuinely thrown by the fact he hasn't stopped staring at me. Um, <laughs> it needs explain. Uh, the flat pack needs. Uh, oh, flat pack. Oh, I, right. so, um, I was not briefed about uh, okay, well, so any of this. Flat I, did, pack. I, I did not expect any of the last ten minutes. Flat. Is flat. all the furniture in France carved out of trees? <laughs> yeah, wood. Yes, that's wood. wood. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, that's... I didn't phrase that right. Did, I? I did not phrase that right. So flat pack furniture is furniture that you, you, you buy and you assemble yourself. Why? Because you just get it through the door that way. If it's like if you want to get a wardrobe into your house and you've got a small door, like I have. It's a good question. Why is there, why is there flat pack furniture? What, what is the point of any of this? Why are any of us here tonight? Do, do not pull that thread. This whole show will have <laughs> We're all going to die alone. You sound like our iTunes comments. <laughs> <laughs> right, we have met our guests, so let's flat pack our troubles in our old kit bag and smile, smile, smile as we play round one. Take party. Attach the midpoint. To frame G, <laughs> take panel B, 
I catch the end point to Frame C. Frame C. Attach Frame C to panel A. Align the backboard to shelf J. Lift part B. Pull it through. Secure it firmly with a screw. With a screw. Take part K and slide it under, fit it with a metal runner, screw it in from underside, two inches deep and fifteen wide. Take the second largest pole, send it through the previous hole. Fifteen A and fifteen B should tighten with an Allen key. <laughs> then sit down and look at it, go to the loo and have a shit. Drink some wine, put on a hat and smash it with a baseball bat. Smash it, smash it really hard, take it out into the yard, build it up into a pyre, set the fucking thing on fire. So, Marcel, is it clear what flat pack is now? I feel only more questions have been raised now, which I fear will remain unanswered. No, you'll never know, you'll never know the answer. Round one uh, this week is called uh, Flat Pack Rat Pack. Each player is going to be given a famous Rat Pack song and they have to improvise new lyrics which describe a piece of furniture. Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the, their teammate has to guess what the furniture is with points also awarded for style, swing, kookiness and functional alcoholism. So, it's good for Clarky. Um, and you could start first, in fact. So here we go. Um, oh, here we go. You are going to be singing Fly Me to the Moon and Marcel is going to have to guess what piece of furniture you are singing about. Clarky. Yeah, let's go. This might be a bit random, but it yes. starts with the drum beat. So I can tell Ben that his first note is... <laughs> Producer Ben, everybody! The human pianoforte. Oh, no, you missed it now. That's not the note. A bit sharp, but it's fine. Ooh! <laughs> it's not like Clarky to be sharp on this show. <laughs> Do not psych him out. Just take that, that just take that as good-natured Rat Pack-style ribbing. OK? Well, thank you. Okay, yes, sorry. I think you might have had a point actually, Tom. Glarky, <laughs> uh, here's your song, here's your backing track, off you go. In my spare room, there is a piece of furniture. <laughs> you can lie on it, or you can sit on it also. <laughs> Bed. It's like She's a bed. She's in other words. She's cool. It's like a chaise as well. A chair. Somewhere a sofa. in between. If you have guests sofa over, very Absolutely beautiful, yes. Well, I am going to give a point to Marcel because you got that right, but I'm going to give uh, three points there to Clarky for a beautiful rendition. A beautiful rendition. Thank you very much. Now, next up is uh, Matt Ford, who is going to be singing My Way. Oh. oh. And what the f <laughs> About a certain piece of furniture. Oh, it's not going to be a dry eye in the house. Off you go. Four bars in. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> 
And now my guests are here. <laughs> and so they sit at this piece of furniture. <laughs> they might once or twice. Maybe fourth or thrice <laughs> If they're out of order I really Had never heard Of what this was Before this evening But Tom It's a kind of table <laughs> I can't help <laughs> You. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, well, then, well, then, well, then, well, then, well, then, well, then, there. Do you, do you have any idea what kind of table it is? Is it an occasional table? It is an occasional table! <laughs> <laughs> I am oh, gonna, that was good. I'm going to give, uh, of course, the point to Parry there for guessing it, and I think putting the word thrice in there, he's got to have three points, <laughs> three points to Matt Ford. <laughs> Fourth or thrice if they're out of order. <laughs> Tom, it's your turn now, and you're going to be singing Dean Martin's classic, That's Amore, <laughs> about a certain piece of furniture. Any, any notes we need before... Uh, it about... starts on the jaunty bit. Blah, 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 blah. OK, so get jaunty, Thomas Parry. Always jaunty. Off you go. Put your clothes away into this beast. Yes, you're right, man. <laughs> but there's more. One, two, three. One more door that makes how many bags? Three door wardrobe. No, no. Four door wardrobe. And there is more. For there's more than one drawer. There's another. <laughs> So fill it with your clothes for your sister or for your brother. <laughs> so, have I not guessed it yet? You're there, you're there. A wardrobe. Yeah, but. A, a five door wardrobe. Give us a bit more time. Yeah. Go, go. How many doors? Oh, five. Five and one. Oh. Is, is, this, is this a suspense? Okay. Pay attention, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it all I can give you. One, two, three, then one more. What does that make it? Four. Door wardrobe. <laughs> I can't say it. But there's more, not <laughs> one drawer. One more, so that makes it eight. Five. <laughs> no, five, five drawers. Draw. Four door, two drawers. <laughs> Four door, two drawers. <laughs> wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a wardrobe. <laughs> I am gonna. I mean, Fordy was walked right up to the door of that wardrobe. Come on, Fordy. We've all heard of a four-door two drawer. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like the reason that? you don't put a flat pack furniture, doesn't it? <laughs> so I'm going to give you half a point for guessing that, but I'm going to give Tom the full three points there for an absolutely beautiful rendition. Oh. No, no. And finally, Marcel, now obviously the Rat Pack weren't the homegrown talent of France, so instead we've given you Charles Aznavour's She to sing. Uh, and you're singing it about this piece of furniture. Sure, I will stick to the original brief, if that's okay. I will do it in the style of Sammy David Jr. Oh! <laughs> Is it a David? <laughs> yes. Can we move on? I'm afraid you have to sing the song. Okay. It's not a David. 
the perfect place to carry out a romantic liaison. <laughs> the French word for we do it is of course nous le faisons. No. You can lay a pheasant down on this But your parents will frown at this Because bestiality <laughs> Is not the way we should be Find it in your room If you're a groom <laughs> You can lay your bride down On this She won't frown At the crushed pheasant beneath <laughs> If she really says that she loves you A, a king-size bed then imagine a king-size bed yes. with a roof. In truth, a captain bed. You can just make up styles of bed. Reach inside your head. Is a, a full place to For bed? what? Peace. Said, oh, hey, God. It's a four poster yeah. bed. Oh my God. Oh. I tell you what, our Eurovision song entry is nowhere near as good as that. That was, that was absolutely superb. That, was, that, that was, was very touching. That was very, very moving, especially when Ben shouted out his uh, nickname, Captain Bed. Captain <laughs> <laughs> Bed. Do you mean Cabin Bed? Was that your I meant a Cabin Bed, yeah, I meant a Cabin Bed. But Marcel, that was absolutely beautiful. I'm going to give Marcel uh, five points for the song there. And a half a point to Ben for just about guessing it after a lot of help. So, at the end of that round, producer Ben, what are the scores? Tom and Matt have got seven and a half. Ben and Marcel have got nine and a half. Oh! Recount. So, Ben and Marcel are our winners, but which team will get to spend all night screwing? Well, we'll be one step closer to finding out once we've played round two. It's Flat Games! Oh! Games! supposed to happen? <laughs> uh, it really shouldn't at our age. Um, <laughs> grass, that is a grassroots movement, that is. Right, let's do the round. Okay. <laughs> Each week in Flat Games, we take a popular game and give it a cheeky little twist, just enough to avoid being sued by the inventors of the original game, but not quite enough to make it actually fun. This week, we're playing...
playing our take on the popular video game Call of Duty. It's Call of Booty. Each team, uh, each team is. I think our audience got pun fatigue. Uh, each. Each team member is given the name of a celebrity, then they have to pretend to be that celebrity, making a sexy booty call to their teammate who will be playing another celebrity. <laughs> oh, this is a sexy episode, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's a really sexy episode. flat pack was so sexy. I know. Apart from that lady, okay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's back on, guys, come on. Uh, now. <laughs> Obviously, neither player knows who their teammate is pretending to be, so the object of the game is to give clues to your opponent throughout your sexy chat. Do you so get bonus marks if you give them a boner? <laughs> sure. Bonus marks. Bonus no, marks. no bonus marks. Um, okay, so Tom, that's yours. Matt, that is yours. I fucking love stuff like this. So, uh, Tom... <laughs> You're very excited about this, aren't you? Fucking horny. What? <laughs> All right, don't get started. I've got method. Don't go method on this, please. Uh, so guys, oh. off you go. I, I want you to rise gently over 30 minutes. You're gonna you're gonna get my bulletin on the hour. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm gonna, you're oh, gonna love it. You don't need my help, you're gonna be self-raising, aren't you? Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'll deal with you in the ad break and then talk about sport for a bit. <laughs> no, 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 I want you to touch my soggy bottom. <laughs> yes. Yes. Gonna write you some fucking headlines. Oh, I'm gonna oh, stick oh, I'm gonna stick cake on you, dick. <laughs> All right, then we might have to end it there. Oh, it's just getting good. Okay. Cover me in your icing. <laughs> do do, oh, do either of you have any idea who the other's supposed to be? I don't care anymore. Yeah, let's, let's just do it. Let's get just meet in person and get this over with. <laughs> I think I know who it is. Who do you think it is? Nigella Lawson. It is not Nigella Lawson. Oh, it's not you Nigella fucking Lawson. prick tease. <laughs> Are you Trevor McDonald? Oh, no. well, you, are, you are so close. I'm going to give you a couple more lines and see if you can get okay. it. You're, you're dangerously close. Um, okay. Are you wearing uh, Union Jack pants that I want you to Great British take off? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm wearing um, luminous socks. And I think I'm in the latter stages of dementia. <laughs> I started giving a clear clue as to who it was. <laughs> okay, any idea, Tom and Matt, who your <laughs> who your opponents? Weirdly, that's who... what gets me off. Yeah. <laughs> it's not until I hear about dementia that I can finish. Especially, I'm reaching the latter stages. Um, so, Tom, who do you think Forty was supposed to be? No, no newsreader. Silly socks and his fucking. John Snow. It was John Snow. Yeah, I'm gonna give you. A, I'll give you a half a point for that. Uh, Forty. Who was Tom? Mary Berry. It was Mary yes. Berry. Yes. <laughs> so I, I think that's one point there to Tom and half point there to Matt. Uh, ben. All and of Mark. that for one and a half points. Oh, no, it's not worth it, is it? It's not worth it. And you know what the points mean? Nothing. Um, so uh, Marcel and Ben, your turn now. Uh, your celebs. Off you go. 
this is gonna be quick. <laughs> Clarky, we've started, mate. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be able to get there in under 10 seconds. <laughs> I need only one love, one life. <laughs> You've got to do what you should. Oh, you have got me bolt upright. <laughs> you are driving me insane. Come on! Come on, mate! No! Oh. no! Oh, no, you didn't. Keep going. I still have not found what I'm looking for. <laughs> you know, I can do this with or without you. <laughs> Are you Bono? Yes. Are you sprinting to the finish? Right yeah. Sin. Uh, I've shot my bolt. <laughs> They, they both said their actual names during the round. But yeah, take I that think, okay. No, I think we enjoyed that so much I'm going to give them a point each. That was fantastic. Yeah. Do you know when Fifty Shades of Grey started as like online fan fiction? That's but, right, yeah, yeah. That's right. In five years' time, that round may be a Hollywood film. <laughs> and I maintain this, someone out there in podcast land will jerk off to that round. <laughs> Maybe Bono himself. <laughs> He's always close to the edge. Superb, superb work from Marcel there. Sure. Um, what are the scores at the end of that round, producer Ben? Well, uh, Tom and Matt have got nine, but Ben and Marcel have got 11 and a half. Bullshit! Oh. Well, after that red-blooded sexuality, let's go for some red meat legality. It's Beef Brothers! Oh! Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, beef. maybe we can help you. Beef Brothers sorting out your beef. Yes, it's Beef Brothers, where each week we ask our panellists to sort out a flat share beef. And this one comes from someone in the audience. Uh, Rob, are you there? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to read out your problem. My housemate got his friends over and ordered some prostitutes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah. My God. In incredible scene. This is going to be a hard one to defend. Um, my other housemate called me saying there are pimps in the garden and they won't leave. <laughs> And by the way, I love your final sentence. This is your big problem. I'm now worried about my deposit. <laughs> so, Rob, your housemate's not here, is he? No, he's not here. That's good, OK. So, Tom and Fordy, you're going to be on Rob's side. Ben and Marcel, you are going to be on the side of the housemate. You'd have to name him. Can you give him a fake name? Mark. What's his real name? Close. <laughs> It's pretty, that's, is that pretty close? Yeah. So it's, it's like Martin or something like that? Yeah, yeah, something like that. It's something like Martin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that, okay. So you're on Mark's side, but before we begin, to ensure you're as informed as possible, there is just time for a cross-examination. Does anyone have any questions for Rob about we this? we all do, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been living with Mark? Uh, about a year. Is this the first time he has ordered prostitutes? <laughs> yeah, it's the first time, as far as I know. How did he order them? <laughs> wait, wait, no, the cross-examination is not the information for yourself, Matt. Uh, which company did you use? 
Uh, through his mate Ben. Oh, now, okay, hold on. Okay. Hold on, everyone. First of all, it's not me. Second of all, I've got cards, if anyone's interested. How many pimps were in the garden? Oh. Two. How did you know there were pimps? Just out of interest, because when I think of pimps, I sort of think of like the enormous purple long-brimmed hat, the peacock feather. Also, how, how large were these pimps? They were very large, apparently. I didn't meet them myself. Because small pimps are pimples. Yeah. <laughs> Pimpy on Neds. How large were the prostitutes? How large is your garden? I'm thinking there could be a perspective issue. They could have been, they could have been very well-dressed gnomes. Tom, was it a special one. occasion? It was the boxing. Mayweather oh. Pacquiao? Yeah. The boxing's on. So we're going to order some prostitutes, right? Yeah, we didn't start till four in the morning. Did someone get confused and think they were ordering pizzas? Is that what was going on? Uh, the boxing had finished, apparently. You were away? I was at my girlfriend's. I got a call saying that the pimps were still there. Uh, <laughs> at about nine. Rob, the pimps are still here. Fucking <laughs> okay, hell. Oh, no, Rob. <laughs> Oh no. So did, did Mark call you up to say I've made a mistake and there are pimps in our garden? No, no. I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> no, he's never said that. No, my other housemate called me up to say uh, he didn't know what to do because... Uh, <laughs> but he's sobered up sharp. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, what do you do with pips in your garden? It's, Can't just it, shoo them away. Exactly, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not like having a pigeon in the house, is it? It's not like your moles. <laughs> they leave little mounds on the lawn. <laughs> They're actually surprisingly common. It's um, what you think is foxes fucking. It's actually usually a pimp fight. <laughs> well, we're, we're laughing and learning tonight. Um, I think we have uh, enough information for our teams to make their cases. So, without further ado, uh, I'm going to call upon Matt Ford. Now, remember, you're on, of, of course, uh, Rob's side, sort of the, the right side. Um, I mean, I don't like to make any judgments before this, but you're on Rob's side, so you have a minute uh, to begin your case okay. starting now. Uh, Rob's friend is a deeply reckless individual. Uh, he <laughs> has a track record, I believe, of being a cavalier, not only with the truth, but with the security and the, the, the well-being of his flatmate. By indulging in an illegal act, not only did he debase society, uh, by preying upon women who were arguably trafficked from abroad, he put mo money into the hands of people that not only wish ill against those, but want to bring down the entire security of the UK. That money, in all likelihood, ended up in ISIS hands. <laughs> this is part of a bigger picture. This is putting money into the hands of organised crime who not only debase women in the UK, they debase women across the world, they debase and then when I do it, and I urge all of you to find this despicable man who put our good friend in danger guilty. Ten seconds left. <laughs> I mean, I can't stress it enough. The guy's a fucking arsehole. Uh, thank you, Matt Ford. Now, to open the case for the defence, Marcel, your minute begins now. Sure, this man clearly is innocent, uh, who, uh, amongst all of us, if we are honest, uh, who has not just witnessed two men beating the living shit out of each other in a ring, uh, wishes for some female company. <laughs> After the event, to beat the shit out of us in our ring. Each to their own, each to their own. 
And this man, uh, I would argue, uh, with Monsieur Ford, is in fact boosting the economy of Britain, which uh, your conservative government surely would uh, uh, agree with. And what is more, uh, next week there is, I believe, um, a bill to be passed in your uh, parliament to um, release the ban on pimp hunting. <laughs> so you will find that is no longer a problem. That is your time. Marcel, look up there. Um, so, uh, Rob, before we move on to the second prosecution and defence, how do you think it's going so far? It's a pretty strong defence, I have to say. You're coming round to it now, are you? Yes. <laughs> so, Tom, are you going to be doing this now? Obviously, you're on Rob's side. Are you going to be doing this yourself this week? No, I'm going to be doing it in the style of my uh, John Grisham Deep South defence lawyer. Yes. Uh, Mr. Fanshawe Standing. Mr. Fanshawe Standing, presiding and indeed providing. Your time begins now. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we've been sat here tonight. We've been listening to some of them big words there, them there. Lies being banding around. Pugilist. Prostitution. Pimpicles. What do these words mean? Now we here, we be simple folk. <laughs> I recognize some of you right there. <laughs> John and Lorna dear, married last year. <laughs> Little child on the way. <laughs> That's the language that we know. We know the language of love. <laughs> Hell yeah, guilty as charged, your honor. <laughs> Hell, I don't mind telling you. Years ago, back in the past, <laughs> past the bar, first night out to celebrate, go down to New Orleans. Drink a bottle of that land local liquor. <laughs> Maybe get a bit merry. <laughs> Call me Standen. Not coming home tonight. <laughs> now I did not use a prostitute. <laughs> I mean, sure you can engage in conversation. But I did not use a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds less like Standard and more like Clinton. <sighs> I did not use a prostitute. <laughs> you know, you're not on trial, Standard. <sighs> <sighs> we get one life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Go live it. <laughs> the defence rests, your honor. Fanshawe Standen, presiding and providing. All that remains is for uh, Ben Clark to conclude the case for the defence. Your time starts now. Well, first of all, your pal, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I don't see the problem. I don't know what the big deal is. Wait, wait, wait! Oh, yeah. Stop. That's important information. That is important information. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, but he has no this is like the last bit of uh, my cousin Vinny when Marissa Tomei comes in and gives all the evidence from the mechanics. He's got a girlfriend. Case closed. I mean, yeah, that's case closed, isn't it? <laughs> We're not even going to do a vote here. That's, but that's, that's, I mean, that's bad eggery, isn't it? That is, hang on, is the girlfriend one of the prostitutes? <laughs> oh. No, that might make it okay. No, it doesn't. It does not make it okay. <laughs> Ben, you have a further 45 seconds, but uh, you, you might want to use that extra evidence. All I'm saying is, it's the summertime. 
Wait, is that your you argument? Get, you get, wait, it's the summertime. You get outside. Okay, you get on the patio. Yeah. The weather's lovely. <laughs> the decking. The decking, exactly. Oh. I mean, guys, it's pimps o'clock, right? <laughs> Off everyone, no. that's the best that guy's ever been. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, as always here at Beef Brothers, we throw the argument to 120 angry men and women, our live Phoenix audience. Uh, so if you think 4D and Fanshawe, and therefore Rob is in the right, applaud now. I agree. So if you think Marcel and Ben and therefore Mark won the day, applaud now. I don't think I can have you as an audience anymore. What the fuck is this? Prince o'clock, mate. It was Prince o'clock. That is the problem with, with the flat share slam down audience. They love puns more than they love morality. <laughs> and that is a serious problem. Well, we are almost at the end of the first third of the show. There's. There's still the quickfire round and accompanying jingle. Let's hear what Tom and Ben are going to waste our precious time with this week. This is the quickfire round. It's the round that goes really quickly. In fact, you might say it's the Greek fire round. Cause I am a Greek character. <laughs> so let's get right on with the quick fire round, please. I can't waste time. I'm in debt to the European Union. I'm going to level with you. I don't know how Greek people sound. <laughs> I have never been to Greece. So let's get straight into the... Well, here it comes. Let's get straight on with the quick fire. Round, 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 round. Hey, 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 quick fire round. Smash his plate. You have been to Wales, though, haven't you? <laughs> uh, of course, in the quickfire round, all the questions will be flat pack or furniture based. So uh, here are you. Oh, I am playing on cap, Tim Corelli's mandolin. And I am hi, hi, dancing like a Greek in the city of. Fans. Yes, see, see what I am saying, Marcel, look on, it's easier than it looks just to be a European guy. So here it is, let's get on with the quick fire round. Aye, 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 aye! There was nothing easy about that. <laughs> Certainly not on the ears. It was, it was painful, and I, I apologise, Marcel, those mm. not, not the views of Flatshare Slamdown as a whole. Um, so, Tom and Matt, let's hear your buzzers. And Marcel and Ben, let's hear yours. Okay, off. <laughs> off we go. Why do you always find wolves in Ikea? Ben. Wolf pack. 
They hunt in flat packs, I'll give you that, yes. Um, which American football team are the best at assembling IKEA furniture? Thomas. Green Bay flat packers. Correct. Which handyman with a speciality in erecting furniture spends his day eating pellets and being chased around mazes by ghosts? <laughs> oh! Uh, Flat Pac-Man. Flat Pac-Man, yes. Which rapper is useful for assembling furniture? <laughs> Two, I'm afraid it's MC Hammer. Which... <laughs> Jeez. Don't second guess us, audience! Yeah. <laughs> Which Geordie actor and pop star could work alongside him? Jimmy Nail! Jimmy Nail! Point to the audience there! <laughs> Which famous uh, older actress is useful for tightening bolts? Judy Wrench! Judy Wrench! Oh! <laughs> the audience are on fire! Which comedy double acts could also be useful for the same task? Anton Decking. Oh, I know! <laughs> Anton Decking, I'm going to give you. I was looking for Wrench and Saunders. Um, <laughs> Which star of Daddy Day Camp is handy when it comes to assembling flat pack furniture? Adam Sander? <laughs> oh, that's good. No, he was not in it though. That's, uh, of course, Screwbar Gooding Jr. If the. Uh, if the guy who played Buzz Lightyear and the guy who reads poems and won the Edinburgh Comedy Award in 2009 started up a hardware Alan store. Alan Key! Alan Key! Tim Allen Key! Tim Allen and Tim Key! It would be Tim's Hardware Store, is the name of the actual. Bitch. Uh, what do you call it when you assemble furniture on the stock market? Nasdaq flat pack. Correct, Matt Ford. <laughs> what do you call it when you assemble furniture out of a bag you wear on both shoulders? Flat pack, flat pack. Yes, Jack Black's hat rack. And, uh, Black sack and Jack Black. What do you call it when you give a cheeky or impertinent response whilst assembling furniture? Back oh. chat flat pack. Back chat flat pack is correct. And the last one, which nearly popular podcast is also handy when it comes to putting together self assembly furniture? Flat pack flat share sand down. <laughs> what? Yeah, you were A half a point to Tom you there. The name of this. That is the end of the quick fire round, which means we have a winner. But before we hear the final scores, there's just time for plugs. Matt, anything to plug? Oh, um, crikey. Oh, tomorrow night. Your head in three years' time. Am I right? Plugs? It's going for Speak for yourself! Oh. I've always had a high forehead, this is bullshit. <laughs> um, tomorrow night I'm interviewing Kelly Maloney. Oh, fantastic. Uh, this podcast I do called The Sports Party. Oh, that's a, a, a fantastic... The former boxing provides Frank Maloney, now Kelly Maloney, so that should be interesting. That'd Brilliant. Be uh, Marcel, anything you'd like to plug? Sure, Marcel Lucan's Cabaret Fantastique at the London Wonderground. August, September. When is this going out? Probably December. Are you being serious? No, sure. no I don't know. Sure. Thank you, thank you for coming. When will it go out? <laughs> uh, details of all our upcoming gigs can be found on our website, packnewscomedy.com. So, producer Ben, let's hear the final points. Well, the audience have got two. <laughs> Congratulations! That was a storming final round from Tom and Matt there, because Ben and Marcel have 13 and a half, but Tom and Matt have 16! <laughs> so, Ben and Marcel get a date with Ikea, whereas Tom and Fordy get to drink a nice beer. Thanks to our guests, Matt Ford and Marcel McCunts. Oh my God, it's Tom's off. What a comeback! Guide and the Internet. Cheers, everyone! Bye! Bye.